Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 255 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Success is a powerful word, isn't it? Who doesn't want to feel successful? And how do you define success for yourself? I think so many of us have a warped view of success these days because social media will have us feeling like a failure if we don't have a million followers, a perfect body, a perfect relationship, and a big happy family where everyone gets along just beautifully. And then, oh, by the way, we also traveled all, all the glamorous locations. Ah, that will drive you crazy. So how do you define success for yourself? Do you define your success by where you are today compared to where you were yesterday? That sounds kind of (laughs) healthy. Or do you define it by where you are today compared to where someone else is today? When you define your success by what someone else is doing, your brain will give you lists and lists of things you should be doing that maybe you don't even want to do. I'll touch on that in just a little bit. But I do think that this is something we all do. I know I've fallen prey to it as well. I mean, I, I follow this darling girl on Instagram. Her handle is Loverly Gray. She just passed a million followers. Now, she puts together the most adorable outfits from totally affordable places like Gap and Walmart and Target. It's amazing what she's done and the business that she's built. But she's been working at it for five years. And in the beginning, she just did what she was passionate about. She had a very consistent approach to her posts, though. Now, I like clothes, and I can put together cute outfits, but it isn't my passion like it is for her. That's the difference. She's successful because it's her passion, and she's put in the work to do what it takes to be successful. Now, I don't think I'm a failure because I don't have a successful fashion blog because I know I'm not going to do what it takes to be successful there. It just simply isn't my passion. It's not what gets me excited for the day like it does her. And part of being wildly successful means being honest with ourselves and being honest with what we want. Maybe what we want and what society throws out as success standards are very different. Be honest with yourself. Are you willing to put in the effort to have a million followers, to run a Fortune 500 company, to be a size 2 model? You may. I don't know the answer to that. Only you do. But being interested in something and making a living doing it are really different. Here's the thing, though. I get to decide how successful I want to be at anything and what success looks like. I get to define that. I have an interest in cute clothes, but I'm not going to be a fashion blogger. And you have to be willing to do what it takes to be successful in that. You have to love it so much that nothing's going to stop you. Brittany of Loverly Gray, she puts together a minimum of three posts per day of new cute outfits. And sometimes she'll have five different outfits in one post three times a day. That takes passion, not simply interest. <laughs> not simply interest in looking good when you get out, when you go out. Now, you may be like me and have lots of interests, but you aren't going to make a living at it because it's not your passion. This is not a problem. The only time it becomes a problem is when you beat yourself up because you think you should be doing something different because someone told you you should or you're comparing yourself to someone else. But you may not be willing to do what it takes to get there, and that's okay. This was a big thing for me to realize. 
at one point I thought interior design was going to be my passion and I was just going to be where I was going to be the most successful. But it has its limits for me. Even though I love it and I love creating beautiful spaces, I've found that it just isn't everything I want to do. I didn't pursue certain goals with it because I wasn't sure I wanted them. And I'm grateful for design because it allows me the money to be able to pursue my true passion that I never get tired of. And that's mindset, growth, self-improvement, helping us all be the best version of ourselves, whatever that means. I don't want to have a big firm. I even declined a job with a highly sought-after architect firm locally because it didn't feel 100% right to me. So for me, I love fashion, but it's an interest, not a passion. I love design, and there is passion there, but there is still something missing. And since I followed my dream of my podcast and life coaching, it just feels so right. It takes a lot of time to do this podcast. And at first, no one was listening, but I wasn't going to quit. That was never even an option. I feel passionate every time I'm creating an episode. I get excited on the days where I know I'm creating one and publishing it. So defining your idea of success will help you see if your love of something is an interest that's fun or a passion that goes much further. I'll use myself as a, an example, and I'm being pretty transparent here. My idea of success when it comes to fashion is honestly looking and feeling my best every single day, whether I go outside the house or not. So yes, I want my pajamas to be cute, and I have the most adorable robe that my husband even told me I look like a damn princess in it. <laughs> It's lavender with leopards and greenery on it. It's amazing. And when I go out, I love to get dressed up and wear heels and shop and stay up to date on fashion. That is the idea of success for me in that area. I do pretty good. I can use some work on my gym fashion, but, you know, there's always room for improvement. But I'm not going to be a fashion blogger with that level of success. Okay, now my idea, my idea of success with design is a little bit different. It's to create spaces that my clients are obsessed with where I work a couple days a week on design and it doesn't get in the way of travel and it provides income so that I can pursue my, my other one true passion of spending my time coaching and podcasting. So yes, I am as successful at interior design as I want to be. Now, with my mindset work and my podcast, the sky is the limit. I have gigantic goals for my podcast and my coaching. It's absolutely what gets me excited and want, makes me want to get out of bed. Now, now I love to travel, but I'm not going to be a travel blogger. That isn't the cards because I'm not passionate about that aspect of it. So I know I won't do what it takes. And as far as my relationships go, my family is very important to me. My husband's the most important thing I have. I want to be present with him and feel connected to him. And I want us to continue to grow together. I don't look at other people and wish for what they have. I want what I have and I have what I want. That's my idea of success in my relationships. When I define my own success standards, life gets so much more fun because I get to decide what success looks like and what it is not. I mean, it takes the pressure off because you're not comparing yourself to everyone else where you're telling yourself you should be somewhere other than where you are. Brooke Castillo likes to say for us not to should ourselves, <laughs> if you get that. Setting your success standards by someone else's will have you shoulding all over yourself. <laughs> now for me, that might look like I should have kids. I should market my podcast differently. I should have more coaching clients by now. I should post more on Instagram. You get the idea. Don't do that to yourself. 
I work really hard to only compare myself and my success to who I was yesterday and not to what someone else is today. It's a, it's a work in progress. I'm always working on it. Social media can make that difficult, but it is our responsibility to recognize when we're doing that and to stop doing that got to stop comparing ourselves. Now that may sound harsh, but in the car of life, I believe personal responsibility has been put in the trunk (laughs) and it needs to be taken out because personal responsibility is the most powerful thing you can give yourself because it gives you all the power. My challenge to you for this week is to actually define your idea of success in the areas of life that are important to you. If you don't know what your idea of success, how, how are you going to ever feel successful? And you may even realize you are already successful in some of those areas. For me, it felt really good to define my idea of success in fashion as just how I show up for myself at home or when I go out. It completely takes the pressure off my thought that I should be doing more with it. When really all I want to do is look really cute when I'm around the house or when I go out. <laughs> so I know exactly how to be successful in that area. Define what success looks for you looks like for you and you'll have a roadmap to fulfillment because that's what we really want is to feel fulfilled, to feel authentic, and to feel like we are being true to who we are. You can't do that by setting success standards against someone else. You have the power to define what that success looks like for you. Do this for yourself. It matters. And if you'd like a little help with it, I have a six-week program where we will define what success looks like for you and actually work towards achieving it. You can email me at Heidi at HeidiDawson.com. And don't forgive me to give me a five-star rating and share these episodes if you're loving them. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.